Hello and welcome to the Daily Bible Reading Show. It is Monday and we're going to be looking at Jeremiah chapter 29. So let me pray. <laughs> Lord, thank you that you're a God of Mondays and that you're the God of every day. Um, forgive us when we've not been faithful, we've not trusted you, we've not loved you enough, even today, but you are unchanging in your love, your faithfulness, and in the hope that you've given us in the Lord Jesus Christ to help us to cling on to that hope, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So let's look at Jeremiah 29. This is the text of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the surviving elders among the exiles and the priests, the prophets, and all the other people Nebuchadnezzar had carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. So it's a letter he's going to be sending to all these exiles, all these people who've been kicked out of their homes by God into Babylon. This was after King Jehoiachin and the Queen Mother, the court officials and the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, the craftsmen and the artisans had gone into exile from Jerusalem. He entrusted the letter uh, to Elasa, son of Shaphan, and to Gemariah, son of Helkiah, whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent to King Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon. It said, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. I'm thinking of a friend who always posts <laughs> on his Instagram all the, all the plants that he's growing on his balcony. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. That's what he's doing. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there. Do not decrease. So get married, have kids, encourage your kids to have more kids. Increase, do not decrease. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I've carried you into exile. Tim Keller quotes this verse a lot, you know, seek the peace of the city. Uh, pray to the Lord for it because if it prospers, the city prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not listen. To the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. Verse 10, this is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Uh, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will place you from, I will gather you from all the nations and places where I banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. And I think when they heard verse 10, it will be 70 years. <laughs> you know, then God will bring you back. You know, there's probably 
mixed reaction to that. Because on the one hand, God says, I'm going to bring you back, but it will be 70 years. And you might be thinking, will I still be alive in 70 years? <laughs> so 70 years, then it makes sense, you know, when God says, you know, settle down, build houses, have kids, and grow tomatoes. <laughs> it means, um, you know, unpack your bags, you know, don't be thinking too quickly about returning home. I think some of them were hoping for this. That's why he says, you know, there are all these other prophets. They were probably telling them, hey, you know, in a while, God's so good. You know, God's going to rescue you, bring you back home. God says, no, you know, uh, find a job, you know, encourage your kids to learn the language. You know, I think of lots of Chinese people who come here to the Chinese church, you know, everyone's still learning Chinese. And today I ate Chinese food for lunch. But God is saying, eat fish and chips and watch Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> In other words, you know, get to know the culture and, and seek the peace of the city. That means contribute to society. In Cambridge, you know, consider yourself a citizen of Cambridge. But in the long term, be ready. 70 years means after 70 years, God will bring you back. Or maybe your kids back. Or maybe your grandkids back. And so... Part of being settled here in this foreign country means preparing your kids for a future return to their heavenly country, to their future home. So God will bring you back. For us as Christians, it's heaven. That's why I say heavenly home. But for them, it's Jerusalem. Means not losing completely that identity and that hope that God has given you. He will bring you back and he will be your God. It means encouraging your kids to call out to God now so then when that when that time comes, they will call out to God with all their heart. They will be found by God because they call and seek Him with all their hearts. And that's, that's really challenging because, you know, if you're back home and, you know, you used to do church your way back home, you, you know what to do, but now you're finding that you have to do this in a new context, um, using maybe a different language, different culture, to different audiences, but still calling them back to the same God. How do you do that? That's challenging. That, that, that's difficult. Verse 15, you may say the Lord has raised up prophets first in Babylon, but this is what the Lord says about the king who sits on David's throne and all the people who remain in this city, your countrymen who did not go out with you into exile, so talking about Jerusalem, the people who still remained at home, Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I will send the sword, famine, and plague against them. And I will make them like poor figs that are so bad, they cannot be eaten. We, we, we looked at this a few days ago, uh, maybe last week. Uh, chapter 24, the, the bad figs. The bad figs are the ones who remain. And God says, they're bad, you're good, but they're the bad figs. Verse 18, I will pursue them with the sword, famine, and plague, and will make them abhorrent to all the kingdoms of the earth, and an object of cursing and horror, of scorn and reproach among all the nations where I drive them. For they have not listened to my words, declares the Lord, words that I sent them again and again by my servants, the prophets, <laughs> and you exiles have not listened either, declares the Lord. So they're probably envying all their cousins, all their brothers who didn't get kicked out of the city, out of the country. But God says, don't envy them. You know, judgment is coming. I'm going to destroy them by sword, by plague, by famine. So um, not because they're better than you, 
So no, sorry, not because they're worse than you, because you know you have not listened to my word either. But I guess you've received grace, whereas they're going to receive judgment. They're going to be made an example to all the nations. Verse twenty. Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, all you exiles whom I've sent away from Jerusalem to Babylon. This is what the Lord. Almighty, the God of Israel, says about Ahab, son of Coliah, and Zedekiah, son of Maaseiah, who are prophesying lies to you in my name. I will hand them over to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he will put them to death before your very eyes. Because of them, all the exiles from Judah who are in Babylon will use this curse. The Lord will treat you like Zedekiah and Ahab, whom the king of Babylon burned in the fire. <laughs> Ouch. For they have done outrageous things in Israel. They have committed adultery with their neighbors' wives, and in my name have spoken lies which I did not tell them to do. I know it, and am witness to it, declares the Lord. So God is warning them not to listen to all these false prophets, who are in a sense telling them what they want to hear. You know, oh, you're going to go home. You know, things are going to be okay. But you know, God is going to make an example of them as well to show that He did not speak through them. God's going to. Kill them. God sees their sin as well. You know their adultery, but also their lies that they've spoken that God did not give them to speak, and God's going to be a witness of this judgment. Let's just finish up the chapter, verse twenty-four. Tell Shalomiah, sorry, Shemaiah, the Nehelamite, Nehelamite. <laughs> this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says: You sent letters in your own name to all the people in Jerusalem. To Zephaniah son of Maaseiah the priest, and to all the other priests, you said to Zephaniah, "The Lord has appointed you priest in place of Jehoiada to be in charge of the house of the Lord. You should put any madman who acts like a prophet into stocks and neck irons." Hmm, I wonder who he means. Obviously, it's Jeremiah. <laughs> He's saying, "Punish him." Oh no, God has made you this priest. You know, trying to sweeten the deal, and therefore, as priest, you should punish this false prophet. So why haven't you reprimanded Jeremiah from Anathoth, who poses as a prophet among you? He has sent this message to us in Babylon. It will be a long time—seventy years. <laughs> Therefore, build houses and settle down, plant gardens, and eat what they produce. And so here is this guy, Shemaiah the Nehelamite, <laughs> who is in Babylon, sending a letter back. You know, you know, Jeremiah is sending a letter there. He's sending a letter back. It's kind of like social media. <laughs> <laughs> the ancient social media, they're fighting each other in this letter, letter, trying to influence the leaders, influence the public in their thinking. And he's saying, "You need to punish him because he's acting like a prophet. You know, he's influencing them to settle down, to to lose their Jewish identity. You know, to to mix with the locals. You know, you need to punish him because you are the prophet. You're sorry, you're the priest." And Zephaniah, good guy, verse twenty-nine. Zephaniah the priest, however. Read the letter to Jeremiah the prophet, so he passed on the message to Jeremiah. Then the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah: Send this message to all the exiles. This is what the Lord says about Shemaiah the Nehelamite, because Shemaiah has prophesied to you, even though I did not send him, and has led you to believe a lie. This is what the Lord says: I will surely punish Shemaiah the Nehelamite, Nehelamite, and his descendants. He will have no one left. Among his people, nor will he see the good things I will do for my people, declares the Lord, because he's preached rebellion against me. So God will judge him. God says, you know, don't believe him. He's a false prophet. 
But the thing is, you need to understand、um, that if you're in Babylon, all you're getting from Jeremiah are these letters. It's kind of like social media. You 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 haven't met him. You know he he's sending you all these letters saying, "Hey, it's going to be seventy years. Hey, you should settle down." And it's not one what you want to hear. Instead, what you want to hear is from this Nehemiah, this、um, Shef, Shef,、uh, Shemaiah, <laughs> who is very near you. He's your neighbor. He 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 he's he's together with you in Babylon, saying, "Okay, hold on, guys. Now God's going to bring us back home." And he sounds so good. And the question is, who are you going to believe? And who are you going to trust? This guy whom you know who's next to you, or this this social media post by this Jeremiah guy telling you something you don't want to hear, who's so far away? Well, that's where you need to recognize and to know God's word. Well, God says earlier on, you know, I've sent them this word again and again through the servants again and again. And the question is, will you listen? Have you listened? Maybe not in the past. Will you listen today? You know, God's word. There's a kind of consistency to it. You know, it's not always the thing that we want to hear. Sometimes it's difficult. But there's hope in it. God says, "I'll bring you back," and there's a consistency to it, a kind of faithfulness that God speaks, that He calls us to. Will you listen now, and will you obey? And I suspect the the, the problem that they had、um, with this kind of ancient social media was not so much recognizing the truth, but obeying the truth that they knew was true, that was from God. I guess、um, for us today as well. You know, the thing about social media is not just that you have competing truths, but you have selective truths. You can pick and choose the thing that you want to hear, but the thing that you do already know that you've heard from God's word, will you obey that? Will you be faithful to that? And will you continue holding on to that truth? That's what God is calling us to do. Now, for us,、uh, this particular context is calling us to be strangers. In our lands, I think Peter deals with that in his letters. And be strangers in this earth, looking forward to our heavenly home. That means having that perspective that that's our true home, that's our citizenship. But at the same time, making the most of this opportunity that God has given us here to seek the peace of this city, of this home, by preaching the gospel. You know, by living for Jesus, living holy lives. And teaching others, you know, teaching those who are believers to consistently place their hope in God, in that home alone, in that hope that He's given us, that He will bring us back to Him. Yeah, Jeremiah twenty-nine, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this long-term, long-distance hope that is consistently calling us to turn to You again and again.、Uh, Lord, help us to listen, help us to trust, and in doing so, help us to be faithful. You know, living in this life,、um, um, you know, hoping in the gospel, not losing that trust,、uh, but making the most of so of every opportunity to live for Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sorry, a little long again. Jeremiah, <laughs> what to do? You know, such long chapters.、Uh, but thank you for listening. Take care. You know, have a good week ahead, and God bless.